Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Oh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. We on? We're there. We are. Uh, a lot of people think it's like just very amateurish. The experience Regina jingle, like the guy kind of sings off key, but there has I don't know that there's been a song in the last twenty years that gets stuck in my head more than Regina. gets old no and it will be in my head all day long now the musicianship in that song like that song is from 2008 i think some guy just made it i swear to god it's from the 80s or 90s no it is relatively new and it just picked up steam it just feels timeless That's i know why. jimmy fallon did a bit on it i think jimmy fallon did it it's some guys in- on tsn did it letter kenny letter kenny <laughs> And uh, I think that song is just poetic, and more places, more cities should have songs like that. And I think the beauty of that song, it was done as a serious jingle to (laughs) promote the city of Regina to the world. And you think about it, you're like, there are national anthems, why can't we have city anthems? And Regina has a great one. I mean, that's the the one to beat. Although the Cleveland one... Treat yourself to, I don't even know what that's called, but after you're done listening to this podcast, don't do it right now. We need you to be listening to this. But go to YouTube and look up City of Cleveland promotional song or something like that. How about I just play a piece for you right now? You don't have the technology for that. How about it uh, sounds like this? Don't slow down in East Cleveland or you'll die. Our economy's based on LeBron James. Buy a house for the price of a VCR. Our main export is crippling depression. It could be worse, though. At least we're not Detroit. What's the, this is the place where there used to be industry. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song so much. Uh, anyway. Oh, mercy. Regina. Me. It kind of makes me want to go to Regina. Really? It works. I, I, I've never been. I've been to Saskatoon. I've been to Yorkton. But I've never been to Regina. Uh, I've experienced Regina, Bryce Kelly, that's where I was born. But then I lived there till I was about three months old, and then I just had to get out. That song got so popular in Regina that it used to be called Tourism Regina, I believe. Yeah. And they actually decided to change the name to Experience Regina. To use that. So they could use that song and come up with other zany things, Uh and uh, it lasted one month. They probably sold a ton of t-shirts to the wrong crowd. Like that's, they sold a lot of ironic experience Regina t-shirts and then they probably realized, oh, this is, this is a terrible idea. It lasted one month and now they've gone back to tourism Regina. (laughs) And isn't, technically, isn't Regina pronounced Regina? I think that, like not the town, the city, but I think you say that word Regina, like if people are reading that word. I have no clue, because it's named after a person, isn't it? So why wouldn't you call the town Regina instead of Regina? 
which when you tell when I tell people from other parts of the country or wh- wherever if they've never heard of it before and I say oh, I was born in Regina they're like what <laughs> what what's the name of the city what Regina they think it's funny we think it's normal but they think it's funny it is a little funny yeah it's a little odd it's a little funny but I mean that song just it brings it all home can Regina we have one more clip please just so it's stuck in everybody's head Regina. Experience with China. You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. The one thing, the one reason you would not want to go to Regina, Saskatchewan is the lack of Loop City location. Oh my God, you're right. They got lots in Alberta. They got tons here. I don't know if they have any in Regina. We'll have to look that up. You could probably find out if you went to lubecity.ca. But I know here in Alberta, 27 locations. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone forever. Bryce, have you ever had to live a lie? Most of my life is a lie. Yeah. At least it feels that way on the inside. But I've never had to, I've never gone to extremes. I've never used props. I've never. Disguises? No. uh, False alibis? No. My my web of lies is more of like a house of cards Mm -hmm. that's being put together outside in a windstorm. It's not going great. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody just texted Bryce and said, uh, when we were in junior high, my cousin told everyone she had a boyfriend but he lived in Montana. She did not. That summer, our families drove through Montana. She bought a few postcards that she wrote love letters on and then mailed to herself from her boyfriend in Montana and would show them to our classmates. The really sad part is she mailed them to herself from Calgary, where we lived. Oof. Kids are dumb. They didn't even look at the postmark. Name withheld. Oh, you got lucky. I was going to say, that's a rookie uh, move. Uh, kids would make terrible detectives. Because that would be the first thing. Like, if somebody was showing me a postcard from their boyfriend in Montana, I would look at the postmark. I'd be like, that clearly says Calgary. Yeah, that's a rookie move. And yeah, children detectives, largely ineffective. On TV, they do a bang-up job, child detectives. But in real life, I think they would suck at it. Yeah, I don't think they could handle it. That's just a hunch. Maybe I'm wrong. Have you ever had to create a story... You know, complete with fake love letters to prevent yourself from being exposed in a lie. I do love a good web of lies, but <laughs> I've never gotten to the point that there's props for it. I was thinking about that. Like, did you ever have to create, you know, postcards, fake props, uh, alibis? I don't know. Did you ever have to wear a disguise in public, which was like sunglasses and a scarf, maybe? Oh, wow. No. I God. seriously doubt anyone's going to talk about this, but... I would love to talk to somebody who had to really spin a web of deceit in order to pull something off. Yeah, I, I would too. Because I think like all of my lies are like little ones about yeah me being busy or having other plans, <laughs> things like that. I'm not making up fake relationships or... Oh, that's next level. Yeah. Or have you ever worked with just a complete liar? Have you? Not off the top of my head. No, neither have I. Not that I know of. Huh. But now I'm going to question everybody and everything. And like I said, I don't really think people are going to talk about this. Because once you start telling a lie, you start to believe the lie. Like, you don't think it's a lie anymore. It's the truth, man. Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. Somebody said, I don't know if I should say this person's name. 
They're a regular texter to the show, but the story is, I went to school with a pathological liar who at 16 claimed to have a surgeon fiance who was working in Japan. Okay. She even came to school flaunting a diamond engagement rig ring. The jig was up pretty quick when I found out she bought it for herself from my uncle's jewelry store. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Again, a rookie move. Whew. Rookie move. If you're going to lie to the point that you're getting the fake engagement ring as a prop, go two towns over. Don't well, buy from someone local who can immediately also, immediately debunk your story. Flags are going to go up when you're 16 and you you say you have a fiance who's a, a surgeon. In Japan? In Japan. Because that's not... I mean, just the fact that this person became a surgeon, the math doesn't add up and they become not age appropriate. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I agree. If they just said, I have a fiance in Japan, it would maybe be a little bit more believable. Uh-huh. When you throw in the fact that they're a surgeon, that's when you start to go, hmm. Uh, I knew a compulsive liar back in the 2010s high school who told people that their cousins were Gerard and Mikey Way from My Chemical Romance. <sighs> We just played My Chemical Romance. I mean, anyway. that, that's a good lie, but the next time My Chemical Romance comes to town and... You don't get invited backstage. You can't get tickets. Uh, red flags might go up. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hang on a second. Hello? 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 Is is this, is this Garner? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so I have a question because I was at the thrift store and um, I got this book on gardening and it was written by a guy named Brian Andrews. And is this your dad? <laughs> no, my dad has written books. He's published several books, but his name's not Brian. Oh, I thought it was your dad. Okay, well, that's all the reason I called. Okay, that's uh, wow, that's a loose cannon. <laughs> I just like to see someone with the last name Andrews, and they're like, that must be his dad. That's got to be one of the most generic names on the planet. Andrews? Yeah, I think it's pretty common. Smith? Not generic, just common. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Well, we had that person on the phone. I got to ask, do people... Because I was thinking about this. When I read a book, I'll use anything nearby as a bookmark. Like, you don't want to be the person who folds a corner of a book down. I've used my driver's license as a bookmark, but fortunately, I haven't left it behind. But do people ever just go to thrift stores, flea markets, and just shake every single book and see if stuff falls out? Is there, do you think there'd be money between the pages? Maybe. And you always hear that in hotel rooms that apparently some of the Bibles, that's where people will put money in. Ooh, really? I've never heard that one. It's a thing that if you go in there, shake the Bible because there could be money in it. Huh. Um, as an author, would it be a bummer to walk into a thrift store uh-huh. and find your book there? Well, I don't know. It depends. Like, if your name is Stephen King, probably not. But if your name is, you know. I would like to think that my book is so compelling that no one would ever want to give it away. And if I saw it just in, like, a bargain bin, I'd be like, oof. No, you read that thing and you reread it. You save it. You buy many, many copies for your family and your friends. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Is your dad V.C. Andrews? No. (laughs) (laughs) My dad has written books about things you probably wouldn't care about being from here. He's written books about Saskatchewan. Oh. You should uh, just tell everyone he wrote the Goosebump books, that he's R.L. Stein. Yeah, he just uses a different name. Yeah. Yeah, he wrote Goosebumps. It's the Garland 
Garner Show Express Kelly Podcast. Somebody just wrote and said, Garner, did your dad write the lyrics to Experience Regina? Hmm. No, your mom did. <laughs> wow. <sighs> Do we need to hear it now? Regina. Experience Regina. Oh, man, I love that. So that's your dad's legacy. Oh, my God. He did not write those <laughs> lyrics. He wrote a book about the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and he wrote a book about the history of sport in Saskatchewan, amateur sport. Okay. So. All right. Probably not things people around here want to read. Not something you're going to see on the staff recommended picks. No. It's not going to be a Heather's pick. (laughs) Somebody... The day after Garner played that experience Regina jingle on the radio, I watched an episode of Letterkenny, and all of a sudden they started playing that jingle again. I think we need to play it more often. I forgot about that. Yeah. They used it in Letterkenny. This little number right here, I don't know if you remember it. Regina! Experience Regina! Listen to the way the guy sings. What a voice. What an what a songbird. Do you think Connor Bedard ever just drives around town humming that song? Not anymore. No, he's out of there, right? Yeah, he took the first first bus out of there. You're listening to the Garner Andrews show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Uh somebody said, "Oh, they want to remain anonymous." I had a friend who faked multiple personalities on TikTok, and it was so fake and dramatic that it actually made a lot of people upset. I actually made a video telling everyone she was faking. And to this day, we have not spoken to each other. Most of the time, people won't confront the liar. Uh, Then there's this one. I don't know if I'm supposed to say your first name or not. You included it, but maybe I'll skip it. I got off work twice with pay because I got COVID. I sent pics of positive tests and everything. I never had COVID. Do I pass the pathological liar test? K. Juicy. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Pathological liar in your life. There's a few of them out there, I think. Uh, James? I worked with a guy and... uh... I saw some rodeo thing on TV, and he says, oh, I have done that. And we live in Alberta, that's fine. But it turned out everything someone would mention, he had done. And uh, some of my coworkers would set him up. They knew he was walking into the room, and they'd say, oh, parachuting. Oh, I've done that. And I uh, was, you know, swimming with the dolphins. Oh, I've done So everything someone said he had done, but his ultimate one, he was going to be the personal chef for Demi Moore and uh, Bruce Willis was it. Although he lived in Edmonton, you know, so. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) He lied about being the personal chef to Demi Moore and And Bruce Bruce Willis. Willis. See, the thing is, is that (laughs) I don't know what year this was, but you don't want to go, you don't want to go A-list when you're going to make a claim like that. You want to kind of go maybe, I don't know who you would use as an example. Yeah, it's pretty bold if you're going to shoot for the stars. Yeah, I'm going to be the personal chef for... uh, Fez from uh, that 70s show, right? <laughs> Maybe something like that. People won't really question it. It's sort of believable. Uh, man, there's been some good ones. A lot of people, this one, there's been a theme this morning. It's kind of sad, but 
I had a friend whose girlfriend pretended to be pregnant and have cancer at the same time. She even faked giving birth and then carried a doll at university. What? Uh, Oh my God. Like no uh, one would ever be like, oh, let me see the bouncing baby boy. Yeah. Oh, there's something else going on there. Oh my God. Yeah, that's wrong. Did you see the TikTok one? Yeah, I did. I read that a few minutes ago. Oh my God. That one's juicy. The fact that they made a video to out their friend. And now surprisingly, they're not talking. I went to high school in the mid-2000s with a guy who claimed that he had been cured of AIDS, worked for the CIA, and was an actor. Mm. When called out about the acting, he concocted a story about motorcycle jousting. The teacher called him out on it and asked to give us a demo in class. It was total cringe. Oh, even the teacher wasn't playing along. Yeah, you know... uh you know it's not going well when the teacher finally steps in and is like, listen, I can't deal with this anymore. Yeah, I need to crush your self-esteem even further. <laughs> I wouldn't I mean, normally already, do this, but I'm going to humiliate it's you. It's low because you're lying all the time, but I'm going to push it even lower. My friend Billy said he once hit the bullseye with an arrow and then made what he called a Robin Hood. This is where you split the arrow <laughs> with his second arrow. Oh, my God. Is that actually a thing? What a weird thing to lie about. Yeah. You know? lie about people you know people lie about their weight or mm-hmm. how much they truly exercise or what they're eating why would you lie about shooting an arrow so perfectly it split another arrow although maybe it's maybe it's because it most of us don't have any experience with shooting a bow and arrow maybe you kind of go for a second huh, maybe it did happen Ooh, someone just texted said i just found out that the guy i've been seeing 27 years old has been engaged to a 56 year old Oh. Oh, my. Juicy. We need more details. That's the kind of hot juice I crave. Yeah. Oh, that's scandalous. I'm fueled by that kind of stuff. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. A few minutes ago, we read you that one uh, that said, I just found out the guy I've been seeing, who's 27, is engaged to a 56-year-old. And I wrote back, and I'm like, more details, please. And they said... Well, we've been hanging out for a year. I had no idea. We met through work and have been hanging out ever since. A mutual friend told me about his engagement. So naturally, I had to tell his fiance that he wasn't being so honest. When I confronted him, he naturally denied everything. And that right there uh, is why you never ever date people you work with. Because I'm pretty sure that lunch break must be super awkward for at least one of you, if not both of you now. Anyway, thank you very much for that. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Yesterday on the show, too, and I forgot, well, I didn't forget, we just ran out of time, is I got a text from Lucy. Not Lucy the elephant at the zoo, not Lucy the python at the zoo, but a real, actual, live human named Lucy. Okay. And do you remember her from the show maybe a month or two ago? She called in one day. She had met a guy online. And she was dating this guy online. He's in Australia. She had never met the guy before. Okay, so he's on the other side of the world. Yes. So they'd never met face to face, but he was coming to Edmonton so they could be together. Oh, baby. He arrived last week. Oh, baby. Yeah, so here, let me just play a little recap of the phone call when Lucy called into the show. It sounded like this. We have never met and we've been talking every day for three years. Wow. Yeah. What is it like? What do your family and friends think of this guy? 
Uh, so I don't tell everybody because people think it's weird. And um, so there's a few. I'm mostly, I get the, you guys are still talking response with the sort of laugh and pat on the head. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah. Like, yeah. okay, we'll see where this goes. Really, if you think about it, if he comes over here and he finds out you scream in your sleep, you know, or he chews really, maybe he's an open mouth chewer. It's not oh, like, ew. yeah. Oh, have you guys had meals yet on video chat together? No, but that's a really good idea. I think I will bring that up. I think we might have to have a virtual dinner. So anyway, that was when Lucy called the show a month or a month and a half ago. We got this note yesterday. Hey guys, it's Lucy. I called in a while ago about my Australian love that I've been talking to for three years without meeting face to face. Well, my luckiest day ever has arrived. April 15th, when he finally came here and we got to officially fall in love. Bonus, he chews with his mouth closed. Yay. Oh, thank God. What a weight off your mind that is. Can you imagine? Oh. Oh, can you imagine? Somebody you, flies around the world and you dump him because he's an open mouth chewer. <laughs> You've been talking for three years. I can only imagine how nervous they must have been to finally meet each other. Because at that point, you know, three years, you're fairly committed to the idea. But yeah, what if they land here and what if, yeah, he chews with his mouth open or. Yeah, what if. <laughs> cuts his what? nails in the middle of the living, you know? Or what if they just, you know, were using special filters all the time and they were not as a. Exactly as shown. Do you know what I mean? Just that. Yeah, what if you're six foot two hunky Australian? Yeah. Wasn't so much six foot two, if you know what I mean. Although that says a lot about a person, though, because all of us look awful on video chat. You're not at your best until people see you in real life. Like, video chat adds 15 pounds, right? TV adds 10 pounds. Video chat adds 15, I'm oh, sure. Oh, yeah, 15 to 40. Yeah. Well, anyway, Lucy, I'm glad that worked out for you. What a risk. Oh. High risk, high reward. That's what that scenario is. It's probably one of those things where Lucy's family is like, sure, you've got a boyfriend in Australia. Sure. Well, it's like when you were in junior high, Bryce. Didn't you have a girlfriend in Australia? And I'm doing air quotes. Oh, Girl- still do, yeah. Still, Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah still do. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.